So, but this Hussein character, uh, was he recruiting people to go to like Syria? Mm. Oh fuck! Mm. To go do some jihad. <laughs> some, some of that, some of that old jihad. Oh yeah, I wish I had time to do some of that old good old jihad. In this Scandinavian podcast, we offer a Scandinavian outlook on news and politics and try to make it as uh, hmm, lowbrow <laughs> as possible. Like so let's uh, start with, um, you know, uh, the most, probably the most respectable tabloid <laughs> in the universe. Yeah, huge respect all around. Um, it's uh, The Sun <laughs> from UK. Um mm. Hated throughout the universe. They've uh, managed to come up with a pretty interesting headline, at least for this uh, for this article. And yeah, well, it's inside Oxfam's astronomically expensive Roman-style orgy villa, where aid workers rumped with hookers, all funded by your donations. <laughs> so so it's it's a really like catchy head, uh, like. Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, headline? Headline, yes. Yeah. There you go. It's a really catchy one. Um, and it, it kind of gives away a lot of what the article is going to be about. And it's some very strong words in there. Well, it's um, it's not objective journalism. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Uh, it doesn't leave a whole lot to the imagination. No. Like, they're, they're even, they even tell you how you're supposed to feel because it's funded by your donations. Yeah, and your is... Of course, in caps lock. You, you yeah. can't do it any other way. So, well, yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting um, because, I mean, we know in our society that a lot of people only read headlines. Yeah. Like, that's that's a fact. It's been, it's been studied, um, especially on social media, because most people don't even read the actual newspaper anymore. They just go onto social media and read the headlines. Mm. So this headline is pretty much, yeah, crafted to fit that sort of uh journalism or the, yeah style the um the norwegian uh, broadcasting uh bureau yeah nrk nrk <laughs> uh has actually started I, I think it was i think it was nrk they've started posing questions to those who are about to make a comment oh within yeah. the on certain articles it's like you have to ans answer these questions in order to even make a comment. Really? Yeah. And, okay, wait. Is it like like bot questions? Like one, one plus three and they have to write? Or no, no, is no. it actual questions? No, like... it, it revolves around the content. So you, oh, have, have, oh. you have to have read the content in order to make a comment. No yeah. way. That, no. It's actually, it's actually quite a... I kind of endorsed that. I think that's a good idea to some yeah, extent. That's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was just shocked. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, like that, <laughs> something done good. That? Something good came out of the state channel. Yeah. What? <laughs> How did this happen? And 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 we funded it with with our <laughs> with tax our money. Tax. Yeah, that's. Uh, we should make a headline for that instead. But yeah, let's let's maybe go into the the actual article. Of yeah, yeah. What's yeah. happened here in the uh, so-called Roman-style orgy villa? Yeah. Okay. So um, supposedly there's a complex. Uh, okay. So wait first. Who is Oxfam? 
because I didn't actually know this oh, yeah. before. Oxfam. This. Oxfam, yeah. Oxfam is a charitable organization in the UK. I think it's UK based. Yeah. And supposedly they um, they have this apartment complex which they rent from time to time in Haiti, which is, you know, kind of a rundown <laughs> country. Yeah. I don't think you mentioned this, but this villa, like, it's not for uh, charitable use. <laughs> Like, no, this is for the employees. Yeah, yeah, no, um, it's it's like a retreat, yeah. like a. So obviously they have different like uh, sections or whatever in the world. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Oxfam's Haiti director, Roland Van, I can't say this name, Hovermeiren, yeah, has admitted using prostitutes. Yeah. Okay, so that's actually uh, that's actually not only the son. Like the Independent yeah, yeah. actually has a, a an article about this as well. I think. Uh, yeah, that's important to mention that this is not just the son throwing accusations. This actually, this is a, he's admitted this uh, publicly. Yeah, the Independent uh, says the following: uh, Oxfam's country director in Haiti, Roland Van <laughs> admitted using prostituted females at premises paid for with charitable funds. Oh. So he yeah. actually so they actually confirmed like that's uh that yeah. That makes it even worse. That makes it pretty fucking bad, um, right? But this is this is sort of where I because we already know that most charitable or at least western based charitable organizations are quite ineffective. Yeah. There's a lot of money that goes to like uh administration and it doesn't go to the cause. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. And, uh, well, I, I can just say right now, I think uh, it's wrong for any charitable organization to ever take any sort of, um, like, what is it called? Profit. Like, I don't think they should take out any profits whatsoever. The leaders shouldn't take it. Not a cent. Like, mm. what the... F why would you do that? In That's the, the whole point of the fucking organization. It's a charitable organization. I, I don't think people should be um, making money on charity. In, in in general, I guess in so if I were to play devil's advocate here, yep. I would say, in order to get good people, qualified people to run the organization, you have to pay a salary. But then the question becomes, okay, if people catch a whiff of this and starts understanding yeah. how this works, are we sort of fostering an environment where? people get an education in order to get a job for a charitable organization, in which case it's like, here's my charitable, charitable <laughs> organization, uh, provide us with money so that I can have a job, right? Yeah. It, I, I don't know, like where... That doesn't seem right, I don't it, think. Yeah, but, no, it doesn't. But I think that's where we've... That's where we are yeah, now. We are now. Probably. Yeah. Well, in a perfect world, you would want the leaders of those organizations to be the most, you know, kind persons that do it uh, purely out of altruistic reasons, like just yeah. for others. They don't like. But well, this is a well, this is again a much bigger thing. But um, like the people that want to end up in those positions are not the right people for the positions yeah that i agree with that that's like, that's like if you can work or make funneled efforts in order to get that job yeah it's like well then that's your motive yeah that, exactly. that's, yeah. that's the... yeah it's not like you should have 
another reason, I think. I think yeah. It's the wrong reason. And you see that in politics. You see that in, in the prisons, like uh, people that want to become cops. Yeah. Uh, usually have that sort of like power struggle that they want to, they want to like, um, yeah, just show their power or something. I don't know. I've never asked you personally about this, but what do you think of, because this is, this is a, I regard this as a huge ass fucking problem. Politicians who do politics because that's what they want to do. Yeah. So like people who sort of set their sights on becoming a politician as opposed to, I don't want to refer to Donald Trump as like a (laughs) counterweight, but like, let's say, you know, you've built uh, a pretty fucking successful organization or uh, a business. Uh, not to say that's... I mean, he just started off with a small loan of a million dollars. Yeah, just small, small, tiny loan. <laughs> but, like, people in general to... Like, okay, so, like, how many uh, ministers of culture in Norway actually hail from the cultural... Oh, yeah. yeah no one. Yeah. Yeah, that's... So, so uh, it's kind of like... Is it about culture? I, I, I kind of don't feel like that. those people... No, yeah, it seems it's just a part of the political game. Yeah. That, like they're, they're just playing politics to play politics. So you, so you have to know the game as opposed to sort of knowing your field. I think that's kind of... Yes, that's yeah. correct. And, uh, you know, most of the... But that's the thing, though. Like, people that uh, become... Um, take education to, get, to become a politician... At least as I've understood it in Norway, that's exactly how it is. Like it's they don't have uh they don't have the expertise in their field. They use because that's where people that works in the in the department and stuff come comes in. Like, oh, okay. So all the people that works in the department actually that's what they're 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 not politicians. They're just like fucking uh, analyst analysts and people like counselors that. and Yeah, and they well, they use a lot of uh what is the word, English word for that? Like, is it counselor? Like, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, counselor. Yeah. It's, so they use a lot of counselors um, from, like, for instance, the uh, the organization called First House in Norway. Uh, like, if you've heard of that, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> and that's the whole thing with the. Um, is it a private business? It's a private, like it. It just offers, uh, you know. Um, yeah, advice to politicians and to 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 leaders in in the the yeah market like okay and they, yeah and they use they cost a lot and they they're really expensive okay and, and so they pretty much have a monopoly but they here. but they have a lot of uh, expertise and so people go there too but I think I do think it's a problem that uh, people just get the edu- just become politicians to be politicians yeah I think for instance like like you say like the culture like minister or something like should be a previous like someone in culture but but the problem is no one in culture has the motivation to work in politics <laughs> because like, the game no, is so shit yeah, yeah no one they don't want to they don't want a part of it like so um yeah like for instance, just just think about the prison system like now we have um we have Sylvie Listhoek as uh like a justice yeah minister so she has control over the prisons like right yeah, I, I think so. I the, think the criminal care. It, yeah. Yeah. Like, she is so far from understanding any of the problems that the people that are in the prisons have and why they're there and what problems they're going to face when they come out. 
Mm. Like, just imagine if you had like a former, yeah, dude that was ha- he had been in prison for like fifteen years and he had successfully gotten back into uh, society after, and then, you know, he should be the top. Yeah, because it's candidate. Isn't she brought up in a very uh, shielded environment? Isn't she from like? She's from a small place. Yeah, yeah and uh, Christian Christian family. Very traditional views. Uh, I don't think, like, I think she's one of those. This is just speculation because I don't know her personally, obviously. But mm. I think she's one of those persons that uh, is just like she doesn't understand how a person can, like, for instance, do uh, economic criminality. Like, she don't. She, she doesn't understand where they're coming from. Yeah, she's she... like, oh no. The, in the Bible, they say it's wrong, so it's wrong. So she doesn't understand. Like, it's. I don't think she has a wide enough view to uh, understand those people. I, I'm not saying she's not a good politician because she certainly is. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't have the qualifications to. So, so you you have the sneaking suspicion that she's never been brought to a point where she's sort of had to reinvent herself or sort of deal with particularly difficult. Yeah, she hasn't been faced with that. Yeah. yeah, so she doesn't understand. She doesn't know. I think it's 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 difficult for us to say, but we can talk about the likelihood of, because I don't think that either. I don't think she's you know ever experienced being brought up in Brooklyn yeah. or something. Yeah, no. it's like well, <laughs> that's the extreme. But yeah, I don't yeah. think she has any sort of like experience from that. So that that that, that becomes a problem. Yeah, no, I agree. That's uh, but, yeah. how how much time have we spent about on this one Fif- thing? Fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's bad, move on to. Yeah, it was pretty sl- slow in the start, so you can probably cut a lot there. Yeah, but yeah, let's move. Uh, well, it's it's within Soviet Hugs um, field, I guess. It's it's about the police. Oh, the uh, yeah. Yeah, let's go there. So. We are, uh, yeah. We have a in Norway. We have a uh, is this a tabloid? Yeah, yeah, probably. It, it's very left leaning, at least. Yeah, it, yeah. <coughs> I wouldn't say and they're not objective, and uh, they're not like they, they they don't try to hide it. Basically. Yeah, no, that's a that's another. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. But Morgenblad. Uh, the morning magazine last episode we talked about the daily magazine <laughs> so, we're, uh... so all our news outlets are just named something within magazine yep uh, right. that's how you named it yeah just take an english word just magazine. Hey, hey man norwegian sound particularly creative <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but this is a piece by a, a regular contributor called mohammed abdai abdi abdai yeah mm-hmm. um and it's about racial profiling. Now, n- neither of us have like a minority background. Yeah, to say the least, we're we're pretty white. <laughs> yeah. So to sort of speak on the issue of racial profiling conducted by the police is kind of, I mean, obviously I've been stopped by the police, but I've I've, I've never been. <laughs> it's because of your race. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, so uh, this concerns a very particular incident or the, a very there's a particular incident that sort of sparked this piece i guess um two kids or teens being stopped at mcdonald's 
by the police because supposedly they uh, fit the uh, description of uh, a couple of criminals that were on the run or something. Uh-huh. Uh, and so the police, you know, thought they'd handle that by simply confronting them at McDonald's and then putting them up against the wall, uh, getting their mug shots. <laughs> at McDonald's? At McDonald's. Oh, okay. That's interesting. And so that sort of sparked this piece uh, from what I can understand. Mm. Uh, and, you know, again, it's like I kind of don't, have a stance on whether racial profiling is a, a thing in this country, but... But okay, okay, let's... Uh, okay, let's just stop for a second. For, because is the argument... Because okay, if, if if you told that story that is the premise for this piece, mm. if I didn't know that they were black, like... Would it make any like? I th- I still think they like they the, the the wrong thing they did was how they uh, acted towards them. Yeah, like, like they could have done this with a white like couldn't they have done this yeah. with a white person? As oh well? yeah, they could. could but have is totally... the argument that they did this because like just because they're 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 black and and that's why the police thought they fit this description? Is that the thing? Like they just like all black people look the same? Is that like sort of the so yeah okay yeah alternative ethnicities like Norway in general is a very white country I think we had 93 93 I think it was 93% white <laughs> that's high it's, it's a lot uh, yeah um well but regardless of whether it's whether this is actually a thing or not yeah um there's a suggestion here by mm-hmm. the the by Mohammed, every time someone's uh, being stopped for this very reason, what if they received a receipt mm. uh, stating the reason why they were stopped, where where they were stopped, and when? I think that's kind of sounds like a good idea. Yeah, it sounds like an amazing idea. Honestly, I I would love that. Yeah, for, for myself, and I think I do think that could also be a way to actually bring this out in the open, like just to get, uh, yeah, just, just to have some data. Like, yeah. Cause if this, if this is a thing, cause I, I don't feel I can say it is, but I also don't feel I have the, uh, background to actually speak on this matter because if I was black, I, I would probably, it would probably be a whole lot different. So, mm. but yeah, because if you if you did that and and the police actually were doing this sort of thing, this race race profiling, then you could have the the receipt and you can be like, <laughs> I've been stopped this like the th- past three days. I've already been stopped like four times or something like. Mm-hmm. like what, what the fuck are you doing? Like, give me a break or something like that. And eventually, it would probably lead to something like, um, um. Like you could go uh, on a case versus the police if they did it too much. Yeah. Like you could uh, probably bring a case up like that. They have something for me specifically. They're going after me or something like that. Because because let's say they let's say um, you pent- petitioned to get like a, an investigation, an internal internal affairs investigation. Mm. If there's a if a, a receipt is being issued, 
then that means that there's a, a back office somewhere within the police that, you know, logs every receipt. If you suspect that the police is sort of inherently, I don't know, inherently racist, <laughs> mm. you could sort of tally up all those. Yeah, you could, and you can actually tell, and you could yeah. tell from the different officers because, I, okay, so there probably is a problem like this in, in Norway, but I certainly don't think it's uh, the majority of the police. No, no, no. Like, no. it's probably just a few, and uh, they need to be caught, obviously, if they do this, and that would be a way to... That, that would be a way to them. keep or to hold a, a single officer yeah, responsible. Yeah. Not, yeah, not the whole police mm. as... Because that's also sort of... Uh, and that's something I felt myself as well, but I, I think that's some of the arguments that he he puts out here is that, um, you know, you don't need that many of these cases to get a whole group to hate the whole police. Oh, uh, definitely not. Because if, if you don't single out the officers, we have no way of doing that right now. And it wouldn't like it wouldn't work if we just went public and said names and stuff. It would just be like word, word against word. But yeah, the... but yeah, because I think I've had some like uh, a couple of uh, instances with the police, not personally, or yeah, I have had one personally, but uh, that was a long time ago. Mm. Uh, but um, I've been like when I've seen because I've seen a couple of times where I think people have been treated very. Uh, unfair by the police mm. and i just feel this sort of hate like just growing hatred for the whole group yeah of course because they're uh, yeah they're uh, responsible like they 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 have they have a lot of power yeah and they should show like they should be the best you can be and they shouldn't abuse them. yeah that's that goes back to the you know the ones that are police officers they're they're not the right persons like psychologically to be mm police officers that's uh that's the thing with uh so in case uh someone who listens to this don't know this in order to be a police officer in norway you have to go through a you have to get a bachelor's degree yeah and you get screened beforehand psychologically <laughs> supposedly but to what extent that screening is I, I imagine like it could be like you you could probably memorize some of the mm. questions mm. like or, or the well if you're answers. a true like if you're a psychopath, psychopath you, can, you can easily yeah. get into that position and you would th- thrive in that position. And and as we have it now, you, no one could stop you. And that's, mm. you know, if you're a racist and you want to uh, become a cop and do r- racial profiling, like if that's a thing you want, you want to f- just make the lives of the immigrants or the, the minorities, just make them hell. You could easily like, just lie about the whole racism thing throughout the screen process and just become a cop. And once you're a cop, we don't have a system to catch in that. That's one of the, like the receipt could, could change that. Mm. I think that's a, yeah, it's a really good um, suggestion. But there's an inter, there's an, so Norway also has a, 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 a national bureau of statistics called mm. the SSB. So according to this statistic, the, the majority of the minority groups actually have a, uh, actually trust the Norwegian police a lot. Hmm. So uh, I'm not really sure what the point of this piece is because... Well, maybe he thinks that they're not going to Yeah, I think, I think maybe the, uh, the argument is that the future generation will, hmm. will you know, de- detest the police if this keeps happening. 
but, but okay, so I I think SSB also has reports about the the crime rates and stuff. I don't have the numbers on it, so could be wrong. <laughs> but uh, the small petty crimes mm. usually happens either by someone that is uh, like well known to the police. Uh, usually lo- that's like locals like we had here in Tromsø like Pepper yeah. there. Um, they're just you know they're one in a, like one in 10,000 yeah. and the police knows them and they just they're not really harming anyone they're doing crimes but they're like it's more about the attention maybe yeah maybe and they have psychological issues so they can't yeah. be charged or whatever but I think most of the other petty crimes is done by minorities uh, statistically statistically I, okay. i'm pretty sure if i'm wrong and anyone hears this please uh i'm gonna check ssb after this uh to to see but um it makes sense though because they don't have a lot of money often like yeah they have to do the whole integration part and they have to learn a new, new language and everything like they don't have uh like kids are going to school can't help as much home like mm. a lot of things so they don't have enough uh, a lot of money and and often yeah they they just have to they just have to do that yeah we, we i think there still is some norwegian like born people but i don't think it's many like, yeah no and and to be poor in norway is is not like it's not being poor really <laughs> no, <laughs> no no it's well that depends well but, yeah uh, things are pretty expensive here yeah. so a lot of a lot of families struggle to to make it go around oh but, yeah definitely but i i, I don't know yeah, so, okay, so I guess that's another point. It's like, well, look, if there's a certain, like, specific ethnicity group yes. that has this or that tendency, logically speaking or reasonably speaking, you would stop more ethnicities yeah. belonging to that. That's sort of my point there. Yeah. Not, I, I might be completely wrong about, like, uh, the crime rates and stuff. But I I do think that's the case, and then I think that's why they like just logically go that route. Yeah. They just. But I, I I'll look it up. Yeah. I mean, it's important that we're able to sort of speak about this, uh, you know, genuinely have a genuine conversation about this because yeah. it's like, uh, at least with like the um, extremely left leaning tabloids, it's like they you know. A lot of people would probably call me a racist. But, like, mm-hmm. the thing is, I would be a racist if I said that I believe that the minorities were behind most of the crime because of their ethnicity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I would be a racist, but that's not what I think. <laughs> I don't... I, I just think that, statistically, I have read that. I, I, I don't know I'm sure if I'm sure. And if I'm not, uh, if I'm not correct, then, you know. We'll, we'll we'll correct ourselves in the next episode if yeah. that happens to be the, the case. Yeah, the point was basically that if that's the case, then it's logically, or it's logic for the peop- for the police to to go after those groups. Yeah, if that's the case, it might not be fair to like the uh, <laughs> no, it's not. But like, there's a practical issue here because there's 24 hours in a day. I don't know how long, sort of after a crime's committed, how long the police. Uh, regards the fre- win- or window of action as sort of like a because it's like imagine someone breaks a window and it's like okay in two hours if they're <laughs> by car how far can they go mm. right 
So that was probably the case with this McDonald's thing as well. It, yeah. it was probably in the surrounding or yeah, within the proximity. Where most of the, because that's like in the middle of the fucking city. Yeah. That's, that's where most of those like petty crimes happen. People steal something or some shit and then they run and they usually don't get far. They usually, like if you, if you steal uh, food or something or like if you, something like that, you usually don't have a car, just like yeah. a car waiting or something. Well, you can afford like a brand new BMW, <laughs> yeah. but you can't afford food. That's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, well it's, a, it's an interesting piece. <laughs> um, I would be interested in actually talking to some of my friends about this because, you know, we have people, friends that are minorities. And yeah. honestly, I have never heard anyone or any of them, but maybe that's what, because I'm not a part of that. So they don't feel that I could. So uh, it's not a topic they feel. Yeah, they maybe, can, maybe, maybe, uh, but I haven't heard anyone speak about that. Like if it's a thing. Well, the thing is, neither have I, the exemption being uh, one person, I think, hmm. uh, but he's from Oslo. So maybe this is like, a, yeah. but I mean, it, the population is obviously <laughs> so much more dense down there. Yeah, they have a lot of more like. Um, yeah, and there's a immigrants. lot more refugees yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, children of refugees, and like so. Yeah, but okay. yeah, very good su- suggestion at least with the receipt thing. That's yeah. uh, wow, that's really smart. Metaman officially approves of the receipt thing. Oh, yeah, thumbs up. Yeah. Do you want to do another one? Yeah, we have sort of like three pieces that you know all about technology so yeah so let's just lump them, all like, of those together yeah and just do it kind of fast sort of what should we start with the china thing uh well yeah sure it's not exactly news uh, it, it was news in 2014 yeah <laughs> but it's now it's starting to become a reality and this is okay so for people that um I watched the television series Black Mirror on Netflix. It's uh, season three, episode one actually shows this system in like fully. Um, And this is, it's at least like what I've, from what I've read, it's basically the exact same thing as China now is implementing. And it was, um, the idea was, uh, you know, came up back in 2014 that they would uh, create this social ranking system, digital social ranking system. And it's already in use now in some cities and uh, it's going to be, you know, put into the whole country within 2020. Mm. That's two years from now. Yeah. And what this system is, um, it's basically a caste system. (laughs) So it's a digital social caste system. Uh, it's going to decide everything in the Chinese people's lives. Like it's going to decide if you can get a loan. It's mm-hmm. going to decide if what seat on the on the plane you can flight you can pick. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna decide if you can even fly in the first place. Like some people are gonna be forced to take the trains because they're not socially like. It'll actually be governed by the government yeah, by your yeah. social status mm-hmm. and uh, like who decides uh, which like the parameters that are going to decide these social like who decides your ranking that's not you at least you're not part of the guys that decides that and it's going to decide like everything like just if you're going to 
if you're gonna like go to school mm. this is gonna make like because if you come from a family that that you know this system is already in place and uh there's a family that sort of uh you know they're low in the in the caste system mm. and then you get born and then it just it's just a never-ending like bad yeah. fucking cycle and it just makes the gap even bigger yeah absolutely um, like imagine let's just like as as you said like who decides what underlying values are supposed to characterize this system mm. because let's say let's say uh, let's say you're you're the next michelangelo yeah. or or you're you're a painter you're a musician or whatever and it's like you truly have something to bring to the world but then the score system is i imagine it would be based to some extent on the, how much tax you pay for instance yeah probably so like if you have a lot of income you'd probably rank higher within the system mm. don't you think yeah and it's like there's not a whole lot of money in arts and culture and stuff like that no not not a lot yeah and as That's well not as the value in that yeah i mean it's it's like a because the economy the chinese economy is largely based on on the production yeah. isn't it and, yeah. yeah and the thing like it's probably gonna be crafted the system the way that like they need if they need a specific type of people (laughs) yeah (laughs) good workers well they obviously have a strategy so if it's if if the current industries that are sort of carrying the country is like uh production and or like technology and development yeah like obviously the stem fields or like uh technology fields if you get an education within technology maybe that would be regarded as beneficial by the system i don't Mm, know mm. But it's like you're excluding an, an awful lot of people. It yeah. Is, it's uh... yeah, and and eventually that will have an impact on society as a whole because you will lose out on some types of people that has always been there and probably is a like a very important part of society. Mm. Uh, but I also see here in the article that it says, and this is so it says um, in addition, like. This system will um, they will look at how good of a like a um, um, what is that in bigot a citizen yeah they will look at how good of a citizen you are uh, in a society and that can you know affect your score so it says here that if you pick up trash in a park you might get a plus point right <laughs> and if you if you if you skip the line or something if you if you go take the bus or the train without a ticket you might get a you know withdrawal (laughs) and that's so basically every social interaction you have like just think of the anxiety that is going to happen in this society like people are going to be so afraid of doing something wrong because that would you know they would get like minus points on their social score not to mention i mean they can they can you know issue as many real as much reassurement as they want that this will be like mm. a good system but look there's gonna be people who are gonna figure out how to fucking trick the system yeah like it's gonna happen <laughs> exactly it's just it's it's communism all over again it's like fucking you yeah know. i don't know if the, if if it might be that they have some sort of like okay so the people that are low in the caste system 
Like, if they had the reason that they did this was to uh, negate the gap between the rich and the poor. Like, so for instance, if you're low in the caste system, you get certain benefits. But I don't think that's the case in China. I doubt it. Uh, So, but that would maybe be like if all the people that were high caste, it was higher taxes, right? So, Mm. and they would supposed to help the people in the lower class and, and the goal would eventually then be to at least minimize the gap. I don't think it will ever, you know, clash the two, but no, but yeah, that could be a good thing. But I, I don't know if, if that they're actually doing that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, but it's pretty insane. It's, I mean, generally I'm a, I'm pretty open-minded, but like, <laughs> I don't see this working out. No. I don't see this working out. It's like a, and also it's, it's because it, it's based on it's digital. So it, probably is not going to be people sitting around in offices monitoring this shit it's going to be algorithms yeah okay? so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like just just as a, as an example like youtube has pretty much rolled out the sort of curation algorithm haven't they so like the the machine learning yeah 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 that's it's, it's uh, in it, place it it looks for common denominators obviously and so just videos that have titles in them so like mm. let's say a, a word combination let's say they socialism plus bad right mm. so every video so that has that in the title will get demonetized automatically mm. and it's it's like maybe you know <laughs> you, <laughs> there's no platform for discussion it's no. like YouTube was that platform, but now yeah, it's, now well, mm. no. The algorithm YouTube has actually shown that you know sometimes with technology, and that's also kind of the point of Black Mirror, honestly. But sometimes with technology, we have to f- fucking pace ourselves. Like yeah, you, you can't just throw something out there that we don't know how it works. Um, like that- okay, so so just that thing that you know they they censor people like we don't have freedom of speech on the internet anymore uh, because of those things and because of how content is is manipulated mm. uh, that happens everywhere you know reddit as well it's full of fucking like uh, vote, voter bots and stuff so mm. like you don't actually get all the news you just get the news that the people that i don't know who the fuck they are but some yeah. someone who wants you to just read this but that's one thing but the other thing with youtube is like okay um People are actually living off of this shit. Like, yeah, a lot of the creators there, they have families to support. They have, I, I, I subscribe to a, a very, very good YouTuber. Uh, he, his channel goes by the name of Psyched Substance. Um, shout out to Adam. <laughs> um, and he is, um, he basically his channel is about safe use of drugs. So he's not advocating, you know, just using drugs and just uh being just he he wants you to be careful and that's why he has the channel he's not like oh go do this oh it's so i mean he's not like that he's just this is how you do it because people are gonna do drugs anyway and mm. if you're gonna do them watch my channel he says and this it's, is how you do it safely it's damage control yeah yeah and he uh two days ago he put out like a emergency video and said that okay so there was some new youtube shit and someone is 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 targeting him like and and channels like him so all pretty much all of the 
yeah, damage damage control drug related channels are just being taken down like every single video. And he had like he had to remove like forty videos or something because he he thought that they would probably go down. YouTube fix your fucking it's, thing. Yeah, it's but like... it's sort of like okay, who? Because why would Google do this? Because like that's why would they do this? They don't have any motives themselves so no. someone obviously paid them for something like they wouldn't just do this people don't want these videos to to be gone there i don't think there's uh like the people who watch these videos are people that want to do these things safe and stuff they're, they're not people that yeah be, be, uh, becomes offended by these videos so they wouldn't no. like so someone is targeting targeting the videos like, do, do we know that there's people targeting it or could it be that it's like um, uh, machine learning yeah it would be really weird though because like the the examples that he like some of the videos because he has live like where he is with another person that takes drugs live oh. and, and that's like the experience and he's uh, basically trip setting them uh, and those videos is up but uh, a purely theoretical video where he just talks about the dangers of something. Like, he talks about the dangers of something. Like, don't do it. It's dangerous. If you're going to do it, please be very, very, like... And that video gets taken down. Really? So it's like, it doesn't make any sense if it's the algorithm. If it is, like, it's just... It's a bad algorithm. It's just very <laughs> bad. It doesn't know what, what the fuck it's doing. But, um, but yeah, on the topic of, of algorithms, um, we can go to the next one. Yeah, um, Norwegian customs. Yeah, the Norwegian customs. That's a fucking like this one's um, really raunchy. Yeah, I just I just found this and um, um, well the article was uh, paywall or something I think. Oh, it's behind a yeah, but it was I, I read it on on Reddit. Um, okay, so I can read from there. Mm. But basically, um, the uh, the customs um, in Norway have bought or given a, a contract to um American uh, company called Palantir uh which is CIA backed uh they use it for a lot of stuff um so they're an analytic company and uh they're using artificial intelligence and you know in in algorithms to uh yeah to help to help with uh with the with uh, the big data so um the Norwegian government paid 300 million Kroners, mm. I don't know what that is in dollars. Three hundred million kroner. Yeah, it's like what? It's like ten. It's thirty. I'm not a math guy. I think it's like twenty, <laughs> twenty to thirty million dollars, basically. Okay. So it's not the it's not the biggest contract, but it, it's big. It's big here. Mm. Um, and um, so what this is gonna do is that they're gonna put out, you know, uh, cameras. Uh, we already have a lot of them uh, at mm. the roads, and they're gonna take a picture of your car when you drive through. Uh, and when you're, you know, on, on your way to the, um, the border and, um, then they will, you, cause you're connected with your, your, your license, right? Mm. So they're going to take that and you're going to go into your name and then this, uh, algorithm that they bought, which is, um, you know, it, it, it takes data from social media, uh, you know, um, which friends you have, uh, what web pages you go on. You know, if you watch a lot of YouTube videos about uh, drugs, for instance, you're going to be uh, a higher target for them. So mm. they can use everything you do online. So if you just are interested in something and read about it or something like that on your free time, 
you become you know much more likely to be to be stopped basically a huge target yeah mm. and they can just they can like this will when the algorithm learns and gets all the information this will just be i mean this can't end particularly no honestly well. <laughs> i don't want to use the internet after i read this yeah no i i, I it's I mean, imagine what implications this could possibly uh, have if you're politically engaged and you're engaging with ideas that don't fit, yeah. like what the Norwegian government or Norway as a whole sort of... Yeah, exactly. I think right now it wouldn't be a problem, maybe, because mm. in Norway, if this was implemented in another country, maybe, but like we're not known for... You know, picking up people and throwing them in, in like some no, sort no, of. No, no. But like, you could you could be harassed. Yeah. If if you and and that could be really disheartening. I, I like. Uh, it could make you stop, but um, they could also probably. I mean, the thing is that they know, they know before you come in, come in there, so they have time to like prepare and prepare like, yeah. and and. Uh, I don't think that's right. I don't think you should be... That means that you as a citizen need to have all... Everything you have done, you need to have that information in your head and you need to rem, like you need to look out for like these traps or whatever yeah. <laughs> so you don't fall into it's, them. It's basically a form of censorship, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Be, because like, okay, let's say, let's say you're a neo-Nazi, right? So obviously we don't endorse Nazis. <laughs> or nazis yeah. uh but let's say let's say uh, you're part of okay so have you heard of um Norge Avort? yeah yeah it's a it's like an echo chamber or like a group uh on facebook where it's bunchly just a bunch of dudes who are really um let's just say they're not particularly fond of immigrants yeah <laughs> that's translated norway is ours so yeah that's, uh... yeah uh, but let's say they engage in conversation and then there's a meetup in Adelaide, Sweden, mm. right? Mm. And they go over there to sort of like uh, hang out. I don't know what neo-Nazis do. Uh, not that they're necessarily Nazis, but I like racist they... at least. Yeah. Uh, shouldn't we, like, if you're pro-free speech, shouldn't we allow people to at least pursue ideas? Because if the ideas are inherently bad... They shouldn't be that hard to no, exactly. refute. Yeah, that's... Mm. So it's it's kind of like, I mean, you know, whether you discuss drugs or, or whatever on social media, like, that's one thing. But, like, the last thing I would want is that some sort of political view affects this. But what would they do, though, like... They can't arrest you for having a political view. No, they can't now. But like, they, yeah. but look at like, uh, look at uh, you know, as we mentioned, Count Dankula, yeah. last episode. Who like he starts off the video going, "My girlfriend goes on about her pug being so cute, so I thought I'd turn it into the least cute thing I know, which is a <coughs> Nazi." And then, essentially, because of how hate speech is regulated, mm -hmm. you know. That's he, a hit. He's, yeah, he's been yeah, dragged through the courts. True, yeah. So, like, imagine something similar happening. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think there is a law in place that, for instance, you can't be a part of a, a terror network, for instance. Yeah. And if they just twist and turn a little bit, and like like you said, you were on a meeting in Sweden or something, 
with mm. people that have extremist views. Mm. And then you come back and then they say that that means that you're part of a terror Yeah, so they start assuming things. Yeah, so it's they like... just like, oh, so, yeah. And then you get stopped and you, then you can get arrested. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if you can get arrested. Like, because that's the the case with, uh, I don't know what his name was. It was uh, Uy Abdullah Hussein or something. Who? Uh, his, his last name is Hussein, at least. He's the leader for oh, uh, right. Umas yeah. Prophets or some shit in Norway. Yeah. And he is in prison like for recruiting terrorists in for the Islamic State in right um but fuck this is kind of difficult isn't it because where does yeah, the, where do you draw the line yeah and how like what how much evidence do you need yeah because you can have a very strong feeling that something is going on but you can't prove it and but like if you don't do something like in his case then there would be maybe major consequences yeah so I think that's I think that's a part of why they are allowed to do this, where they're allowed to roll because we just get more and more of this like control, and it's all in the name of being safe. Yeah, um, it's it's they just play on that fear that if they don't do something, if they're not pre- preventive, then there are going to be consequences, and then we're going to have to deal with them then. And most people don't want that. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I I, I get that it's. Uh... Because, I mean, obviously you wouldn't want... Let, so let's take the example of, like, the Nazi that goes to Sweden for, for some sort of meeting again. Like, what is being discussed at that meeting? Are they recruiting people to go, I don't know, fuck up some minority group? Because if that is the case, it's like, if you have substantial evidence saying, okay, this is actually actually planning yeah, to do something. Yeah, if you have substantial evidence. yeah. But like, what is substantial evidence? <laughs> exactly what that like. But like, because I'm seeing this in context, in the context of like the Count Dankula. Yeah, I think. yeah, I'm thinking about that too. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, then. So, but this Hussein character, mm. uh, was he recruiting people to go to like Syria? Mm. Or... Oh fuck! Mm. Okay, yeah. Yep. Uh, holy warriors, isn't that what they call themselves? Right. To go do some jihad, <laughs> some some of that some of that old jihad. Oh yeah, I wish I had time to do some of that old good old jihad. <laughs> okay, I actually think uh, we don't have time for more now. Okay, so well, so almost everything. So this was uh, this week's episode. Uh, we're on Twitter, mm. uh, YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes as well. Actually, I, you got that. Yeah, I fixed that. Mm. Nice, really nice. Outro. Outro. <laughs> there you go. <laughs>